Welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice, where me, your host, Pastor David, helps you to use your voice for God's glory to speak up and speak out. So welcome to today's episode, and uh, we're going to get into a subject that I'm currently preaching about. going to get into a bit of a prophetic word as well that I want to unpack. So there is a lot of danger in the body lately. What do I mean by that? Dangerous people who say they walk in the office of fivefold. So if you're wondering where to find that, uh, that's in Ephesians chapter 4. You know, they call themselves an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, right? Those are the fivefold ministries, what we call. And yet they exhibit anything but that. Now, what, what, what do I mean by that? Well, there is only one purpose for fivefold ministries. It's not to lift lift um, us up. And I say humbly as one who who walks in the fivefold ministry. And there is a right way and a wrong way. Okay. And at the end of the day, as usual, if you've listened to me long enough, you know that it comes down to scripture. Right? Scripture says it or doesn't say it. It's in scripture or not. And scripture is our guidebook, if you will, a pathway. So where where do I get any of this from? I get it from the Bible. I get it from, I told you, Ephesians 4. Now I'm going to read to you from the NIV real quick. So Ephesians 4 verse 11. So Christ, right, himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, and pastors. So some translations will say he himself gave or called and both all are correct but what is the purpose right is it so we can get fat so so you know fat on the money and live high in the hog and get lamborghinis and live in big houses and mansions and be famous and be well liked and and is the litmus test of how we're doing for god likes and subscribers and followers and such or what is it well, here it is in, in scripture in verse 12 of Ephesians 4 to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Let's unpack this to equip, right? What would that look like? Well, discipleship to disciple somebody is to equip them to not to make them, by the way, into your image, into a mini you or to do and say what you do, but to go out there and fulfill their specific God-given destiny. But unfortunately, that is not happening today. And I would say a vast majority of people, especially who call themselves prophets and apostles, right? Unless, let me just make this abundantly, exceedingly clear. Unless you preach, teach, prophesy the full counsel of God, the kindness and severity of God, as it says in Romans chapter 11, then you are not fulfilling your call. Okay. Why? Because we need to hear about both sides of God. God is not one or the other. Yes. God still judges today. Absolutely. And I'm telling you prophetically speaking as a prophet, that God is done. Many have thought for too long, God is just going to put up with it, or God loves these people, and he's just going to leave them where they are. No doubt God loves them, but I'm telling you right now that it is God's cleanup crew time, all right? 
He is exposing the false. He is separating the holy from the profane. Now, what will be the end of these people? I'm not saying. I'm certainly not going to say that that God is going to, you know, take them out. In other words, kill them. But I will say that he is raising up a company of Christians to take their place. I didn't say a company of prophets. I didn't say a company or school of apostles. What I am saying is a company of Christians. You see, my friends, it's time that we stopped making a group of elite. In fact, we it's time that we stop making, you know, an apostle, an elite, prophet, elite. And I'm not, you know, discounting the other fivefold um, ministers, ministries mentioned, but these are the, just the ones that seem to um, get highlighted a lot, right? As if, as if coming into the fivefold is, you know, that's it. I mean, I have to meet that standard, okay? No, that's not at all what the Bible tells us. All right, Christ Himself. Okay, unless we are called by Christ himself without a doubt right and and what would this look like how do we know it for sure well others who are in that position prophets for example will 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 tell us for sure right that they'll I mean I've, I've had it done to me I've had prophetic words given to me by people I, I don't have a, a connection with I didn't ask for these prophetic words but God bless them anyways who still um, you know, confirm that I was a prophet. Okay, I'm not saying to, to, to lift myself up. And and you know what the other thing is? If people actually knew what it took to be a prophet, in other words, what are the markers upon someone's life, they would actually not want to be one. They would run the other way. Okay, the intense trials that God sends our way to ensure that we are ready to walk into that office. Okay, let me just also point out that being prophetic and holding the office of prophet are galaxies apart, right? In other words, being a prophetic person, I can hear from God. Well, you know what? We can all hear from God. All right, well, I speak sometimes what God shows me and tells me, you know what? All, all may be able to do it. I'm not saying all do do it, but all are able. Right? Paul tells us to earnestly desire the gift of prophecy. He didn't say earnestly desire to be a prophet. Unfortunately, many people say, look at that. Look at those people. I'm going to be like them. Let me tell you what. For the true people, you don't know what it took for us to get where we're at. Where we're at now. The, the things we had to go through from birth up until this point in our life. You don't know that. Okay, You don't know what comes with the calling. Also, you're looking at these people. If they're living high on the hog and their litmus test is, is how well like they are or, or their reputation in other words, what people say about them, maybe they stand upon their laurels. They stand upon what they have done in the past. Let me tell you what, if the past doesn't matter, right, when we come to Jesus, then the past doesn't matter now of anything that we've done, good or bad. And yet people will stand upon that. They could be false, like false gold and false teeth, but because of what they did is okay, right? No. Let me, let me let me give you some indications here and I'm not gonna name names but you know people who fleece you for money right people who say they hold conferences right they, they give the option to register for the online portion right online only in other words you don't have to show up in person right 
yet they make it the same exact price as an online as the in-person conference right an in-person conference where they would hold luncheons and dinner and i understand having to pay for all that food costs money catering costs money i get it but why in the world would they make both about two hundred dollars that's ridiculous right why 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 would there be even two almost two hundred dollars for a conference anyways in person when people have to pay the airfare to get there they have to pay the lodging to stay there temporarily most likely they'll have to get a rental car of some sort and yet we're making it unaffordable to the average layperson same thing with any online teachings and preachings and you know courses whatever you want to call it right where where, where you have to pay literally i mean actually more than two hundred dollars and this is all stuff i've seen personally um, and, and you know they consider $180 a discount and an early bird special quote unquote nothing special about it it's straight up demonic right when you make being able to be equipped unaffordable for the average layperson then you are in complete error okay you are just false as false teeth alright false teeth look nice but you can't do as much you know as you could with real teeth right hmm Take that as you want. God is taking these people and exposing them for who they are and what they are. And I'm not going to keep my mouth shut because I'm going to call people to righteousness. I'm going to call people to the heart of God. I'm going to help to equip you. That's why I do these podcasts. It's not for my benefit. I don't make money off of doing this. What I do, though, is it for your benefit to help to equip you as according to my God-given mandate, according to the Bible. Right. But what are these people actually doing? right they're certainly causing division right and again here it is in ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of god and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of christ and yet what these people are doing is keeping people on the bottle right drinking milk a sign of immaturity is only being able to take milk not being able to take meat right but those people that just say, well, come, come to my school of the apostles, for instance, right? All right, which would be a good way to mature, especially if somebody thinks they may be called into that specific area. Then they will make it impossible, again, for the average layperson, right? A list of qualifications, like you must have a nonprofit. Do you know that it, it takes about $800 to register as a nonprofit? Never mind all the other hoops you have to jump through, okay? Or you have to have a ministry. Well, who says a person who wants to go to the school of an apostle has to have a ministry, right? But then that's bad enough, okay? Then the price is absolutely ridiculous. So all that is making it difficult. And yet, the purpose of the fivefold ministry is to what? To equip whose people? The people of God, the people of Jesus Christ Himself. That is the purpose, my friends. Not to lift each other, not to lift ourselves up, not to become elite, not to form a group of elite, but to equip. Equip. That 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 means being a servant leader. That, that term is used elsewhere in the Bible. First Timothy chapter three. Servant leader. That means we serve. So if Christ demonstrated all this and he didn't, being a servant leader, then how is it? How is it that prophets and apostles nowadays cannot? Right? Jesus is our prototype for everything. Right? I mean, the term apostle wasn't even used until the New Testament, until Jesus actually used that term. He's the prototype, right? 
He never once lifted up himself. He never once said how great he was. Who did he point to? Oh yes, his father. He pointed to people to his father. He was, he's the way, absolutely, but he didn't do that on this earth. In fact, he oftentimes uplifted other people and what they did correct, right? The example comes from, for instance, um, you know, near the end of his ministry, they go in, they see this poor woman, and he uplifts this poor woman who's giving her all as, as an offering. That's just one example out of many. So Jesus himself washed his disciples' feet. I don't know if you recognize how humiliating that was considered in the ancient Near Eastern culture, but he did it. Why? He showed how to be a servant. He demonstrated throughout his whole life on this earth what it meant to serve. So if God in the flesh, your creator, my creator, the creator of the universe, everything he demonstrated servanthood, then why are modern day apostles and prophets not doing the same, or at least those that call themselves to be so? So when these type of things, these lifestyles, if you will, go against God himself, do you honestly think God is not going to do something and take action right we go through the book of Jeremiah I know it's a long book to go through but God called out the false right warned what was about to come their way warned the people what was about to come their way because they listened to these false prophets you might even throw in there at the time maybe an apostle I believe that uh, the high priest and the priest were were indicative of, a, of an Old Testament type apostle, if you want to use that. And God spoke out through his true prophets against these people, what they were doing, but he did not hold the people guiltless for what they did. No, may it never be so. He held the people responsible for listening to them. Let me give this warning. No less than he will hold us responsible if we choose to listen to the false voices today. And with that, we're going to take a break for an ad. All right, welcome back. Today, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm kind of a unpacking what the Lord is doing, why he's doing it, of course, according to scripture. So a, a prophetic word of the cleansing that God is now bringing and, and, when, and I, by the way, I've, I've highlighted mainly apostles and prophets so far, but they are far from the only ones. There are many false pastors. The, those are truly the wolves in shepherds' clothing. And God is done with them. He's done with the perversion of the pastoral. All right, let me say that one more time. He is finished with the perversion of the pastoral. Now, why would I talk about all of this on a podcast called Restoring Your Voice? See, some of you, you know, you came to the fire of God, maybe you walked for a bit, who knows? Anyway, you started following these false people. Why? You just probably didn't know any better, right? And all of a sudden you find you don't have a voice anymore. It's their voice, right? It's about them. Don't you dare go outside their ministry. Don't you dare go to another church, 
right? Because everybody else has to be false, not them, right? Oh, no, they're the, they're the only ones that have it, right? Now you don't have a voice anymore. You don't have a voice maybe because of the trauma, perhaps, of an abusive leader, whether abusive by words, controlling. Yes, even I will say sexual trauma and all oh, my heart breaks and I'm struggling not to cry. My heart breaks for anybody who has had to experience that and has not had a chance to speak up, perhaps out of fear. I'm breaking the fear off of you today in the name of Jesus. Who has speak up. You have a voice. Yes, part of speaking up is speaking out is speaking against what God hates, right? God hates it, therefore you hate it, and you will do everything to see it set right. And there's nothing wrong with that. God has a standard, and we, the people, the church, are the ones who have violated that holy, eternal, unequivocal standard. God is cleaning up. All right, he has let us play around in our messy rooms like little children and it's time to clean up. What are you gonna be a part of? Do you want a God-given voice? You have a voice, you have a God-given calling on your life. The question is, are you going to decide to step into it? I'm not saying I have it all right. I'm the only one right. No, I only prophesy in part. I only understand and know in part. But I am trying to point you to Jesus. I am trying to point you. Let me let me just break this shame off of you right now very quickly. I'm going to break it off of you of this shame that maybe you don't have X spiritual gift. You don't have Y calling in life. That people who teach and preach that as a sign of you're standing with Jesus are just heretical okay i'm just gonna come out and say it all right for one i'm sick and tired god is sick and tired of this whole tongues as the evidence right tongues is not an evidence of the baptism of the holy spirit how we live for god does is our lifestyle change or not is the litmus test of baptism in the holy spirit or not do we walk with authority and power or not it's, it's, tongues is not a sign and i'm sick of it being pushed God is sick of being a push, I will tell you 100%. God is cleaning up this, this completely damnable doctrine that keeps people in chains of shame, guilt, and condemnation. And we know according to the Bible that for those who that shame, guilt, and condemnation are not for those who are now in Christ Jesus. Amen. Alright, that's you. And it's me, all who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So we need to be able to rightly discern, right? By the way, it's, discernment is not a specific spiritual gift. We need to rightly discern, okay? We need to rightly divide by using the word of God. Is somebody false or not? Who do they point to? Do are they, Or are they gatekeepers? Circle back around. Are they gatekeepers or not? In other words, are they the ones saying you can't come in because you don't you know, meet X, Y, Z requirements, right? When honestly, the only requirement should be, are you of Jesus or not? That's it. That's it. That, that's why I do these podcasts uh, for free. I mean, I could charge money, right? I could make it so maybe I'll get, you know, early access and, you know, pay pay for it. There are ways to, 
to, to make subscriptions, but I don't do that. No. I mean, if you want to support this ministry, then you can ask me and I'll tell you how to do it, but I'm not going to, you know, make people pay for it. Why? Because I want to point to Jesus. I don't want to keep anybody out there away from Jesus Christ. Amen. That's all what it's all about. Making sure you are fulfilling your God-given destiny. Anybody who doesn't do that is false. Just, just saying it out like it is. I don't care what they've done. I don't care about their laurels. I don't care about books written or published. You know what? That doesn't matter to God either. Believe me. Hey, there are plenty of eight hey, demonic books out there. Harry Potter, for instance, right? Well, does that make the author? I can't remember her name. Um, does that make her godly all of a sudden? Oh, wow, there's movies that have been made of Harry Potter. Does that make her godly? No, it doesn't. You say, oh, that, well, that's awfully ridiculous. No, it's not, because that is suddenly now the litmus test of whether something is true or not. Seriously. My friends, my heart breaks for what's happening right now. Actually, my heart breaks for what's been happening for years, and, and I'm sick of it. And let me just, let me just, you know, reassure you, I'm not preaching doom and gloom or prophesying doom and gloom. What I am saying is God is using us to redeem his body, to have his uh, saints equipped because we need to get equipped. That's what this time is for right now that we're currently in. Let me tell you, there was a shift in June of this year of 2021. There was a shift that took place in June. I fully believe it. And here we are now in July, right? Full steam ahead. It is full steam ahead. I believe this is what the Lord is saying. It's full steam ahead. No stopping. No more stops. No more emergency stops. Full steam ahead. Get on board the train or get out of the way of the train. I feel, I believe that the Lord is saying today. Get on or get out of the way, but don't stand in the way, otherwise you're gonna get run over. You may say to yourself, well, that's just not a merciful God. No, you have no idea how much mercy is involved with that. The mercy for his bride, the love burning, I believe in the Lord's heart for his bride, to see her bride cleansed and purified and no longer being an adulteress. My friends, it's high time. It's God's standard or no standard. I know, I know it's nice to, to think, you know, everybody's going to fulfill their God-given destiny. It's just not going to happen. All right, it is God's will that none should perish, absolutely. And my, my hope and prayers is that none should perish. But people perish all the time, unfortunately. They reject the wisdom of God. All right, so some people out there need to take the planks out of their eyes that they're so focused on pointing out how everybody else is wrong and a glaring plank that anybody with discernment can see. So, you got that plank in your eye, take it out, get it removed. You need Dr. Jesus to get it removed. Do it now because you'll never truly call people to the right standing with God with a plank in your eye. Just, just saying it. Saying it humbly. Friends, it's time. We repented. We came back to the heart of God. And I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do that for you. I'm trying to help you out. All right. So I feel like this is a good place to end today. 
so we're going to end here hey if let me know your thoughts about all this by the way go ahead and leave me a voice message all right it's on anchor fm um if if you don't see the link or you have a hard time uh seeing uh the link then go to anchor fm search restoring your voice it'll take you to the podcast you'll see a message button and you'll be able to leave me a voice message and i'm going to feature you in a future episode so with that my friends i say god bless love you and so does jesus so that's it for this episode of restoring Restoring your voice with your host pastor david and saying god bless you get out there and be the kingdom